Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Let's tell you a little bit about our guest. Jeff Jowett has a comprehensive science education and for many years pursued an academic career in the natural sciences. He's very passionate about integrating that brilliant intelligence of nature with metaphysical to promote the continuity of life and expansion of consciousness. His intuition works well with his analytical mind to bring through messages from spirit and help recipients interpret what is often deep symbolism. Through his work with spirit, Jeff feels privileged to support healing and a greater sense of contentment, joy, and peace. He's also a noted author included in his books, The Power of I Am, Aligning the Chakras of Consciousness. Jeff, welcome back. Always a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much, George. I appreciate returning and sharing more interesting topics with you. How have you been? Doing wonderful and enjoying looking forward to contact in the desert this year now that we're getting back to normal. Absolutely. And I'll see you out there. I'll be there too. It's coming up in a couple months. It's going to be here before you know it. We're going to celebrate my birthday, they tell me. Oh, excellent. Excellent. We will do that. How did you get involved in all of this, Jeff, in the first first place? You know, ever since I was a kid, I, I saw spirit, but I also saw energy fields around all living things, especially people, and didn't understand that other people didn't uh, recognize them. And so I, I went the route of science because I wanted to understand things from that, uh, that perspective and, and searching with what's the meaning of life and what is life and what it's, it's mean to be living. And it's just taken me on such a beautiful and interesting uh, path merging science and metaphysics together and and really realizing how much more they complement and compete with each other. 
Did your parents encourage you? Yeah, I have to say, I was raised Catholic, and I think a lot of my family members thought I was going to probably become a priest because I, you know, I was always seeking something beyond the physical. Yeah. And, um, but no, I, I was fortunate to grow up near Lilydale um, in western New York State, so they could put me in touch with mediums. There's a whole community of mediums there, and they have programming in the summer months. And as a young boy, I got to meet with the mediums, and, and they helped me understand and develop and, and really help and support messages from the spirit world. Well, we're going to talk tonight with you, Jeff, about souls and spirits and all these fascinating things. But what is your overall take in the other side? Well, the, the most interesting thing I've discovered about the other side, and this has been just really more or less in the last five to seven years, is how much we help them in their evolution of their own souls. It's as if they're watching a reality show and they're watching the choices and decisions that we make and, and that helps them understand some of the shortcomings they might have had while they were here. So there's a continuous learning process, or I should say a remembering process, because your soul knows all, but when we manifest into the physical, we tend to put blinders on so that we focus specifically on a lesson. You know, for, exa for example, if you're studying, you know, calculus versus algebra versus trig, you're, you, you put your focus on that one course so that you can uh, develop it fully, which will eventually complement all the other understandings. So the, the spirit world is really engaged with us, not only for our own benefit, encouragement, inspiration, but also uh, for their continual uh, evolution. What is the soul progression? What does that mean? Yeah, so spirit and, and really impressed this uh, idea to me. I went to visit the Edgar Casey Center in Virginia Beach, and it, I had this amazing meditation. This would have been about 15 years ago. And with my ability to be intuitive, which means I listen to my higher self, my soul self, I'm able to connect with an understanding of why someone's soul is here. And instead of calling it reincarnation or calling it karma, the soul progression is a term to help a person understand the relative growth and development their soul is achieving at a specific point in time. So as, as I look back at past lives, they can see where their soul was, but they also get a great understanding of how much progression they've made. In our day-to-day -day life, we don't always understand that we are evolving, that we are moving forward. Um, sometimes it's, you know, two steps forward and one step back, but there is a, a continuum that's pushing us uh, forward toward enlightenment. Does one need to reincarnate in order to get this soul progression? I, I truly believe so. And, you know, I liken it to the fact that let's say you're an actor and you're going to play lots of different roles. In that opportunity to look at yourself and understand yourself from many perspectives, rich, poor, male, female, powerful, powerless, you have the opportunity to really know yourself and understand yourself and apply your understanding to universal law. So I think it's invaluable to have many, many lifetimes so that you can have all these different uh, experiences and really have the ability to understand the whole from so many perspectives. Jeff, I always thought that reincarnation, when I was way young, 
was based on the more lives you have, the better you get, the closer of perfection. So, you know, life number one, you're at a certain level, but life number seven, you're much higher. And, you know, life number 10, you're even higher. Was I right? There's a, there's a gentle progression. It's probably not a linear line. It probably wavers, more like a sine or a cosine. There, there's wavering that happens, but not in judgment of, of your understanding of things. It's just as you have a, a different perspective from your lo- lower, lower self, lower life, you know, based on fear, anxiety, worry, that actually can be very helpful to boost you up but, yeah, there is a general, like if you plotted all your lifetimes on a chart, there you would see an upward momentum toward enlightenment, which is understanding. And the goal is to alleviate all karma. Once you're done with karma, they call it zero-point karma, you've achieved all the, the lessons you need in the physical plane. And then there's other planes of existence you can work on to continue to develop. What is a soul agreement? So a soul agreement is similar to what some people refer to as a, a soul contract. Your agreement with your higher self and, and some of your higher guides is to come here and work on a specific lesson. And I look at the archetypical patterns of the chakras, and, and those help me understand the, the various lessons someone might be working on. So, for example, if someone's working on heart chakra, it, it might be trusting in love. It might be believing in love. It might have to do with self-love. It might have to do with just balancing uh, giving and receiving love, but there'll be an aspect of love that they're working on. So what they'll do is they'll, the most important choice they make first is the body costume. And again, think, think of when you're incarnating, your spirit's coming here, it's picking a costume to wear. Your body has the personality that's going to make it likely for you then to take on that specific lesson. And then you're going to pick a whole cast of characters that are around you, part of your soul family, who usually are working on similar lessons, and you're going to play out dramas. I mean, this is the dramatic plane. This is where we use our emotions, and we're really brave to come here to do that because in doing so, as opposed to just observing someone, having the experience, being down in it emotionally is very, very, um, it, it gives a greater depth of understanding mm-hmm. a richness in the lesson uh, so that the soul can progress. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Jeff, is the soul and the spirit one and the same, or is it different? They're, they're terms that are often used synonymously, but they're actually very different. So your soul is the divine, eternal aspect of yourself. And I give the bathtub analogy. Think of a bathtub of water. That's your soul. When you incarnate, you're only going to take a piece of your soul. So you take a glass of water, which would represent your body. You take a glass of water out. That water in that glass we would call your spirit. So a piece of your soul, your spirit, will come and incarnate. It will have its life experience. It will generate karma. It will have understandings and lessons. And then when it's time to leave the earth plane, we dump the water back in the tub. In the next incarnation, we take out another glass of water. It's not identical, but the insight and information is available in that tub of water so that from lifetime to lifetime to lifetime, there's different aspects of our soul that is, is incarnating and having those experiences. But we're always bringing it back to the mothership so that it can be processed and understood from a higher perspective. Why does the soul incarnate in the first place? It wants to understand itself and it wants to, you know, to me, it's, it's organic. It's like the breath of life. In inhalation, exhalation, inhalation, there's a motion, there's a movement, there's seasons, there's tides, you know, there's phases of the moon. There's this aspect of, I, I guess I'd call it the law of vibration. Everything's vibrating, everything's moving, everything's in, in some type of uh, either harmony or disharmony. So for the soul to choose to, to have an aspect of itself, its spirit to come and incarnate, it's just exploring an idea a thought, a lesson, and then it's bringing it back, and then it's going to explore it again. It, it's just it's, it's a perpetual, uh, infinite wave of vibration of learning and understanding. Pretty fascinating indeed. How did you learn all this? Uh, I Through meditation, most of it, but there's some really great authors out there. A, a lot of, uh, uh, some of my favorite are Brian Weiss, uh, many Lights, Many Masters. That was one of the first uh, books I read on reincarnation. But Michael Newton has Destiny of the Souls. Dolores Cannon did a lot of work. I miss her. Life. She was good. So there, there's, there's been some really great um, authors out there, but there's some great research now. And one of my favorites is through the University of Virginia. Ian Stevenson started the research, and it's been taken over by Jim Tucker. They studied thousands of young children, children before, I, I believe it's the age of five or six, and they're part of the Division of Perpetual Studies at the University of Virginia. They study children in India, Lebanon, Brazil, um, all, pretty much all over the world, but thousands of children, and they learn that, that a 
huge percentage of us, it's over 70%, have this strong memory of a past life. And, you know, when you're new to the veil, when you come through the veil into this lifetime, there's a, there's a memory. But you're conditioned to be in an intellectual society where we want data and facts. And, and you know, the, the belief is uh, seeing is believing. Whereas when you become metaphysical, believing is seeing is what we learn. But as children, we're not, we don't have those limitations yet. So they, they took time and they've written some really good books on, on children uh, and their memories. It's just absolutely amazing studies. So I encourage people to look into Ian Stevenson and Jim Tucker at University of Virginia. When, when people come to you to understand more about uh, their lives, their souls, what do they ask for? You know, many times they're at a crossroads in their life. And they realize there's a pattern in relationships or there's, a, there's something relative to their career that, that just comes to them and they realize they're, they're, they're fighting themselves. They're, they're in conflict with themselves. And they're in what I call resistance. And when people are in resistance, they can feel it. They can sense it. They, no matter what they do, um, they, they just don't feel like they're moving anywhere forward. And that, to me, is a time to self-reflect and really have an understanding of, hey, why am I feeling this way? Help me understand so that I can break the pattern. Because there's usually, just like we get in habits, the older we get, you know, I, I'm, I've hit my 60s now. I understand when I'm younger when people say, you know, people get older, they get stuck in those patterns. Well, your soul can get stuck in a pattern, too. For instance, if, if it has to do with self-expression, that silent child syndrome, where I, I don't feel like I'm either worthy to speak my truth or I'll be persecuted or I've had past lives where I've been punished or humiliated if I've done so. And so the big lessons are, hey, let's get over that pattern. Let's let go of that paradigm. Let's grow Let's take a chance. Let's, let's do it from a different perspective. So the people that are coming to me realize that, hey, I've, I've got to do this different. I, I don't quite understand what it is, but if you could help show me. And that's what I do with the soul progressions. It's like I can look at relationships. I can look at their hobbies. I can look at their passions. I can look at uh, even their, um, their career paths and the health of the, the individual you know, I was blessed to have a, uh, an education in cell molecular biology, and I did epidemiology studies and studied cancer. And, and, and when you look at all these patterns within families, I believe in genes, but I believe genes are only turned on by really strong belief systems and, and thought processes. So within a family, if, you know, grandma and my aunts and mom had breast cancer, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get breast cancer so is it more the, the gene or is it more the thought process or is it the karma connected to that, in that case, the heart chakra? So there's an interesting dynamic to look at in, in this integrative approach to look at disease, you know, within a family. And is it actually a belief pattern and, um, or, or is it actually a gene or probably, you know, a combination of all the above? Jeff, do we all have soul families and what are we they? Do. We do. We're not independent. And, you know, the way that I like to think of a soul is I, I go to my anatomy, and you think that we're all a cell in the body, and there's billions of cells in the body, and that body is God, source, creator. We all have, like every cell in your body, has the same genetic material. That material 
you have access to. It's just, for instance, your skin cell expresses a different gene than, than your skeletal muscle cell or your liver cells. But you all have access to the same in, insight and information. And the way that I see a soul family would be like an organ in, your, in the body. They all work together. They're working on a commonality like, you know, the digestive system mm-hmm. or the respiratory system. So within your soul family, you choose to gravitate toward individuals that are working on similar lessons. And your greatest teachers and your greatest adversaries are going to be those close family members and in, in the family extends beyond biology. It can be, you know, close friends, work associates, and so forth. But there's a natural affinity, law of traction, that you're going to draw people in that are learning similar lessons. And the people that really push your buttons the most are probably going to be your greatest teachers because they're showing you something about yourself that's a call to healing. And the people that you really have love and compassion for tend to complement the lesson that you really understand and assimilate. So it's it's fun to do an analysis. When, when I teach workshops on this, I, I have them analyze like three main family members, three work associates, three past relationships, right. three close friendships. They can easily see these patterns within them, and and how they're they're all really there's synergy uh, in, in growth between individuals. Is there a tie-in between the soul family and the real biological family that you might have? Yeah. It's not, so many, many times people come to a reading and they're like, you know, I I feel like I I was adopted. I didn't belong to this family. But again, being the black sheep or the person outside the, what might be the normal belief within the family might give that individual either, you know, more, they're gaining self-confidence or self-expression or self-love. But what happens, and this is the, what I really appreciate about uh, Carl Jung and Rudolf Steiner's studies, they were psychologists. Uh, Rudolf, uh, Rudolf Steiner especially started a society where they, their belief system was that by the time you hit 30 to 40, you actually have gravitated toward your true soul family. So in some cases, in, in probably most cases, people that will be, be include their biological family. But in other cases, you might develop friendships through uh, societies, through um, work, through just your, your geographic location that will become more harmonic with your, your family. And their belief is, is that it usually takes us to at least to our 30s before we really start to know and understand ourselves, and, and we, we tend to have an affinity towards those like energetic or minded people that we want to grow with. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut. Every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.